0: Welcome to Everyday Economics, a podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of Franklin News Foundation, Everyday Economics, production of production America's Talking Network. You can check out all of our great podcasts at americastalking.com. To support great podcasts such as this one, please donate by clicking in the link in the show description. We are recording this episode on Thursday, September 29th. And joining me, as always, is Dr. Orfe Devangui, PhD economist. Hey, I'll tell you, I want to jump right into it. I want to ask you about what's going on in the UK. Obviously, a lot of changes in the United Kingdom. Uh, The new prime minister, Liz Truss, is flexing some muscles. She said as recently as this morning that she's going to push forward with tax cuts, and there ain't no stopping her. So if you go back just to this past week, Truss's team effectively pushed through a package of tax cuts that caused the pound the the British pound to absolutely nosedive and the cost or price of of UK government bond yields to go crazy high. What is going on in
1: England? Yeah, I mean this is uh, this is I guess this is probably the story of the week. Uh, it, look, the new government comes in, new UK prime minister Liz Truss. Some people have even gone as far as comparing her to the new to Margaret Thatcher which you know i find kind of interesting here's the headline in bloomberg balance of power this morning more than 40 years after policymakers embarked on a crusade to slash taxes and disentangle government influence from the economy the pendulum is swinging back from washington to tokyo elected officials are unleashing an avalanche of cash to shield people and companies from skyrocketing prices and pouring money into bolstering national industries after decades of globalization. This is exactly what's happening in the UK. The pandemic was just the beginning. The US spent 25% of its annual gross GDP, gross domestic product, GDP on COVID relief. And the new excuse is inflation. In the UK, Liz Truss, the new UK prime minister and our government, despite inflation, consumer prices rising 10% in the past 12 months. It's clearly not concerned about larger budget deficits.
0: We talk about, you know, no gain without pain. It really feels as if a lot of the world's leaders are simply allowing their nations to avoid economic pain.
1: They're wow. trying. Right. Printing more money. It's um, a political thing. It's very convenient. But, you know, I, I looked carefully at this thing and, and like there's some good and some bad in there.
0: Well, let's get into that. So I mean yeah. the stimulus that we experienced here and the vast majority of the everyday economics podcast audiences here in the United States. The the stimulus that we experienced here in the United States, it was replicated in a, a lot of countries around the world. Maybe not to the extent that we subsidized people's living here, elsewhere. But help us to understand, you know, where what what's happening globally?
1: Globally, almost everyone who could afford it like you said, subsidize the people's livings. To some extent, due to the, the lockdowns, due to the, the fact that people couldn't go to work, there was a massive increase in the demand for money and people needed it. The problem is some of the larger economies went too far. They started subsidizing people who had not lost their jobs and, and, and basically it caused income to increase, right? Savings ballooned and help to contribute to why we have the inflation problem that we have globally. Not only do we have an inflation problem, we have highly indebted governments across the globe. There's no free lunch, and I think people have a hard time coming to terms with that. But anyway, going back to Liz Truss, look, she pushed pushed together this large large unfunded tax cuts and massive spending package the mini budget, as they call it, is 45 billion pound tax cut and 150 mm-hmm. billion pounds in energy subsidies. We know the UK is struggling for food and energy prices due to a uh, higher food and energy prices due to the Russia-Ukraine conflict. But as a result, the pound tumbled to its lowest level since 1985. And the Bank of England had to step in. Right. So can you imagine the fiscal authorities are going in one direction and the Central bank has to go in the opposite direction to combat inflation more aggressively. And again, Chris, I am a big fan of reducing taxes on workers, right, by lowering income and corporate tax rates. But the move right now will come at a massive cost in the short run. It could stoke the inflation fire. At best, in the medium to long term, the UK still faces a major challenge because you could cut income and cut. Corporate taxes, but that doesn't necessarily, that will not necessarily attract the foreign capital that will stimulate the economy, et cetera, et cetera. If the UK doesn't fix its broken immigration system, capital doesn't flow where there's no talent. And that's because capital needs workers, right? Brexit pushed Europeans out, and the UK non EU worker immigration rules are simply awful. Yeah. And so if the goal is to boost productivity growth rapidly, mass deregulation has to be part of the agenda. It's all Britain really needs and needs to fix its immigration rules It needs to deregulate markets as much as possible, allow for, for competition, allow people to start businesses. That has to be part of the agenda. So the good news I said at the beginning is that some of that is part of the agenda. There's a kind of targeted deregulation effort to lower barriers to entry and boost competition. And that could help bring prices down. So to the new government's credit, I have to say, right, rolling back planning regulations, which is part of the package I'm happy to see, will help boost new construction and bring housing costs down. So that's that's probably the best part, in my opinion, right, of the package. The other part with the unfunded tax cuts, you know, uh, you know in the short run, that's just going to cause more pain, in my opinion. Because of course, the Bank of England will have to undo some of that by raising rates, and will have to combat inflation more aggressively. And so that's kind of where I stand on this package. People are, you know, all over the place. Economists have bashed it throughout. I mean, yes, I think most economists have bashed it. Markets, markets tumbled because they have recognized this the risk, the risk in the short run that I've laid out here. And that's kind of why we saw
0: this craziness in the UK this past week. Well, I appreciate you helping us to put that into focus. Thank you so much. For RFA DeBongi, this has been Chris Krug. You've been listening to Everyday Economics. Don't forget to subscribe to Everyday Economics. Thank you, everyone.